Good morning, everyone. Oh, we've not even got big screen bid. Uh, I'm too busy looking at Bibby's uh, stream snipey clips and stuff. Yeah, not stream sniping. Not that kind of thing. Chill out. Calm down. Anyway, first things first. How is the audio? Chill out. Calm down. Anyway, sounds good. Nice. Hey, welcome in, everyone. How are we all doing today? Are you sat here giving us your full attention? Or are you sat there trying to trying to snipe yourself a PS5? And when I say snipe yourself a PS5, what I mean is just generally join a retail queue and purchase it. But but having all the difficulties in the world, I bet you are. I bet you are. Anyway, welcome in. Uh, my name is Graham. You know that already. And this guy with the uh, headphones over the hood. I mean, that's that's hardcore. Uh, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a... <laughs> my ears are cold, man. <laughs> this guy Fucking is the guy that we call Bibby. Um, Hello. Quite warm here, although I, I set up fairly early this morning uh, started ticking things off early on and i mean I'll, I'll 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 have a nice little bit of a humble brag by switching to my ultimate camera Uh, but anyway, welcome in. If you're in, involved, if you are here, actually, if you are here, get involved. That's what I meant to say. Words. Yes, I'm good at those-ish. Um, but as mentioned, my name is Graham. This is Bib. We are Ice Cream Uploads. And in true ice creamy fashion, this is The Scoop, your daily dose of news from the world of video games and beyond. And some may say the UK's number one video game podcast. That might be us that says it, but it still counts. Anyway, we're going to give you <laughs> our thoughts and impressions of the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories from the world of video games. And we want your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions. If you are live here in the chat, please feel free to get involved. We want to hear those thoughts and impressions because we turn this live stream into a podcast. The video that goes out on YouTube, um, that's youtube.com forward slash high uploads, by the way. Everything is forward slash high uploads. Um, as well as the YouTube video, it goes out as an audio podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So you can get us when you're out and about, you know, face masked up, doing your shopping. Please wear a mask. Um, anyway, we do go live at 10 a.m. Each and every single weekday, live on the money, on the dot, without fail, ish, ish. We go live at ten a.m. ish. Gagad, thank you very much for the uh, the five months sub. Eternal Lee as well, thank you very much for the uh, follow. Welcome in. Good morning. Uh, fresh off the back of a little bit of a twi uh, Twitter discussion about PS fives, is here. Hey, welcome in. Madge, thank you for the host. Precision, thank you for the host. And I'm not sure if he's going to be here now, but Bearded Edge, aka my, my good friend Callum, thank you for the follow two hours ago, um, as I was chatting to him this morning, about GT Omega chairs. Anyway, 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 um, off on a tangent. Yes, please do get involved in the chat. Like I said, we turn it into a video and an audio podcast. And we need you guys, if you are here, to get involved in the chat on behalf of everyone watching and listening on demand a little bit later on. Uh, before we do jump into the show, a couple of talking points. And the first one is, let me jump straight to Bibby. Full screen. Nice. That's a nice hoodie you've got on there, Bib. I was wondering where you was going with this. I had absolutely no idea that he was going full screen. What the fuck? Do you want to tell me a little bit more about that hoodie that you're wearing, Bib? Uh, yeah, so the hoodie that I'm wearing... What it's covered in food. And nice. Any kind of crumbs. I've not even had anything to eat yet. I don't know. I've no fucking idea where they've come from. <laughs> uh, it's an RPD Resident Evil hoodie. Uh, given to us and provided by the lovely guys over at, Ice, uh, at Insert Coin, who we'll be doing a stream for tomorrow. Some of you may be in, this, in the stream today that joined us last night as we look to test a few things out before going live tomorrow. Um, but yeah, this has been provided by the lovely guys over at Insert Coin. Uh, I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea what you look like, Graham. So I don't know if you're wearing anything either. <laughs> um, I am wearing things, but not my Insert Coin stuff today. Now today I'm just wearing uh, North Face uh, 
sweat loungy pants stuff, which is not too far yeah. from what I will be wearing. Yeah, pretty much. Which is not too far from what I will be wearing tomorrow. I'll be wearing pretty much the same thing, but insert coin version. I'll be wearing the Ghost of Tsushima uh, loungewear set as well. So, yeah, nice. Feel free to join us there. It would be lovely if you could join us tomorrow evening, 6 p.m. UK time, on twitch.tv forward slash official insert coin. That's the link for insert coins channel. We will be guest streaming on their channel. As Bibi said, the test stream last night, we tested to see whether we could stream Star Wars Battlefront 2, um, and we can stream, uh, stream it on a one PC setup just because it's so resource heavy. Uh, running the stream, mm -hmm. getting the Discord video call, and playing Star Wars Battlefront 2 uh, just basically chunked, and we lost about 80% of frames whilst we were trying that. So we're not playing Star Wars Battlefront 2. The original plan was that we were going to play A Way Out, which is a nice short story game. So if you want to watch a two-part film, basically, um, on Intercon channel, we will be live from 6 till yeah. about 9 uh, tomorrow, and then we'll have another episode in about six weeks' time as well, uh, where we should finish the game there. So if you do want to join us for that, please feel free to do so. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's one talking point. The other talking point, which we can confirm, I haven't asked it, although we haven't tweeted it, we'll put it out shortly, is that this month's loot drop um, will be a piece of ICU merch of your choice from our Gamers Apparel store. So we have a merch store on Gamers Apparel. It doesn't include these hats, though, by the way. I just want just to mention that. Um <laughs> This month's loot drop, and the loot drop is a giveaway for subscribers of the channel. Obviously, subscribers help support the channel, so we want to give a little bit of something back every month. Last month was a game of choice. The month before was Cyberpunk. The month before was FIFA. Um, this month, it's a, it's a piece of ICU merch of your choice from our store, including the ICU eSports jersey, which I have yeah. here. Yeah, there we go, yeah, on hand. Um, so the ICU esports jersey personalised with your own name if you wanted that you could choose that so all you have to do is be a sub only subs are entered so your chances of winning are much higher than just general social giveaways anyway that's enough of um, our talking points let me jump back into the split screen and let me jump back through the chat as well as Bearded Edge the man I was talking about just a couple of minutes ago Mr Callum uh, I won't say surnames because I don't know whether you're, you're keeping yourself at distance on, on Twitter or not. But being an edge, is it there in the chat? And he's just subbed with his prime. Good morning. Good morning. How the devil are you, sir? Um, let me jump back up through the chat and see who we have here then. Lake, who was in nice and early. Good morning. How are you doing? How are you doing? Um, Lake also getting involved on social media regarding the uh, PS5 situation. Um, da -da 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 -da. Precision is here. Uh, obviously dropping the host. Love your precision. Oh, P3. Oh, P3. Oh, P3. Anyway, uh, Vern is here as well. Um, Gagad says, sitting here trying to avoid work, to be honest. It's 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 third week of January. It's one of those weeks. It's one of those weeks. It's fine. Next week is the end of January. It's paydays, and the world starts to feel a bit nicer again. So just get through this one, and you're all good. Um, no mic on that scene. Oh, really? Ooh, interesting. It, it, it. Did you flick to the camera behind you? Uh, as in this scene. Oh, God. I'll, I'll keep it, yeah. <laughs> I'll say it's a, uh... There we go. That should hopefully have fixed it. Um, anyway, I was basically saying it's warm because we have all the electrics turned on. Humble brag. Uh, but yeah, that's what it was. Thank you very much for pointing that out. The reason I don't have a mic there is because I ditched um, RTX voice in favour of um, just hearing normal voice because hope, uh, hopefully that will get rid of some of the audio issues that we've had with OBS uh, but thank you very much for the spot GG's um, Eternally, morning gentlemen welcome in dude, appreciate you being here A Human Alien says, Al already out of stock at John Lewis and Game 
the, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I did see I did see John Lewis out of stock. I was looking to see how it was going on. So basically, uh, before we jump into the news, um, there has been a big PS5 restock. So Game and John Lewis have already gone live and already sold out from the sounds of it of their PS5 stock. So if you are after PS5 stock, um, keep your eyes out. IGN UK deals, with, which is usually an account that's quick to react, um, was actually one of the last to react today. Um, of the initial stock, but they have put out extra content saying if you are interested in picking up um, some co uh, some consoles, PS5s, next-gen digital editions, whatever you're after, there will be more stock coming. The fact that two have gone live today means that it's probably likely that the others will go live today or this week, and they did tweet out links. So maybe if you're not busy today, keep those links open and just give them uh, periodic refreshes. You never know, you might get in at just uh, the right time to get yourself in. I did uh, look at John Lewis um, and I did uh, look at game. Didn't get any joy with either of them. Um, John Lewis was just dead and then out of stock. Game, I can actually show you where I am with game because um, I wanted to be able to report on it properly. I mean, I don't really need one. I have a console. I have a PS5. I am looking for a second one so I can have one upstairs and downstairs, but I'm not that asked. I'm not asked. Um, but yeah, this is about 40 minutes later. Um, Ta-da! I'm in the queue, and I'm at the end of the queue, and I can join the website, it told me, and it still won't let me into the website. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'm not that bothered. If if I was invested in trying to get a console like a lot of people out there are, that would be the most infuriating thing in the world. So I was uh, having a conversation on social media that how in 2021 are we still sitting in these situations where we have to go through this, this horrible dance of can you get one, can you not... Whereas like websites like box.co.uk, we commented on it last year. They had a, a ballot where you put your email into it and you get picked at random to have one of the consoles. Uh, and it's as simple as that. So that way you know in advance that you are going to be able to get a console or not. You don't have to sit there with 100,000 other people trying to buy 12 PS4, PS5 consoles. That's, that's so, so weighted towards the vast majority of people being disappointed that it's 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 such a bad system but that benefits yeah. nothing other than than the retailers themselves the fact that they don't want to get away from that system shows that they value having a captive audience um value having the strength of a little supply versus a massive demand and value having guaranteed income as opposed to giving the best experience for their customers and i think that will come unstuck at some point at some point one forward-thinking retailer will devise a system um, I'm not sure that the, the ballot system by box is perfect, by the way. There's probably flaws in that too. I do feel it's probably better than what we couldn't have. But someone will find a system that will replace this and become the norm. That retailer will then excel and then everyone will catch up. But at this point in time, no one is doing that because everyone's just just clamoring to get guaranteed money. And a brand like Game that needs every penny they can get because they're always three seconds away from going bust, um, <laughs> they're not going to be the one that starts it. Uh, so, yeah. See, I, I kind of don't see it that way. I feel like whoever has stock of the console, the money's going to go to them regardless. It doesn't matter how, uh, how well the system is for letting people through the door. I feel like whoever... I mean, even if it's a third-party site that no one's ever used before, if they know they've got PlayStation 5s or Xboxes in stock, have people have the money there and then. They're not asked where they get it from. They'll get it from Terry, who works on a hide market. If he's got one available, it doesn't matter how they get in it as long as they're getting it. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. See, I wanted to buy mine from Amazon. 
I said, I'm going to get it from Amazon. And then when it first happened, we were told that uh, Phil Spencer and um, Jim Ryan, nope, there's going to be no issues with stock. It's all going to be come out uh, come out on time. There's going to be loads of it, and it's going to be very transparent with the words that came up to it. So I thought, I'll just get mine from Amazon then. I got let down by game last time. So Amazon it is. Nice. We'll do that. Um, and then that that night, I'm sat there like 11, 12 p.m., and everything just went live on game. The website went down. You could only check out as a guest user. I was like, okay, this doesn't sound good. Fuck it, I'm just buying one. So I just I just bought one from game there. Managed to get it first uh, first try. Jobs are good. And um, a lot of people didn't have that. That was luckily pre-scalpers and pre-the major catastrophe that's mm. followed. So I agree with the sentiment there that people will just buy it from where it's available. But that kind of echoes into what I said to Lee on social media. Brands are always chasing customer loyalty. Uh, how can we make our customers come back to us? How can we increase our service and our, our delivery and give them the best prices and, and all of that to increase their loyalty? So brands want customer loyalty, but customers never get brand loyalty. If game were loyal to their customers, this horrendous queue system that I was sat in for, it said I will need to be sat there for over an hour, and then it said I could join the website, and it still not let me join the website. If they cared about my loyalty, they wouldn't just go, okay, well, putting this online is going to make the website crash. Having some queuing system for PS5s is going to make the website crash. They would just be like, okay, well, let's figure out how we can fairly give it to... If we have 100 consoles, we don't need more than 100 people on the website. Yeah. How can we make sure that we manage time uh, better for that? Uh, that's where it is for me. It's like, well, in 2021, we've had a man on the moon, and I can, I can order pizza to me on a park bench using nothing but my phone. Uh, without even speaking to anyone, just Uber eats it to a bench in a bar. Probably not now because you know pandemic and that, but it's possible. But yeah, I can't log onto a website and just buy the stock that they have. It's bizarre. But we as sheep are forced to do this. It's it's it. Yeah, it's very anti-consumer, very pro-business. But there you go. Debenhams had a had a, had a queuing system when they was going out of business when they was having everything like seventy percent sale and there was like a hundred thousand people in a queue managing to get through, but they still can't find a queue. Uh, anything uh, anything like that to be able to try and buy something that's the hottest items in the world at this moment in time yeah it's it is kind of baffling but it is baffling. maybe maybe these massive retailers will work out what at some point that video games and the gaming in general is worth more than most things and i don't know if it is uh someone like john lewis that's to get in the research stock that that's probably going to make them more money than a pair of pants that's on a coat uh, on a on a rail somewhere do you know what i mean it's 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 very short-sighted thinking. Um, if you just put it on and then put on some like non-transparent, extremely flawed and extremely exploitable queuing system, I mean, obviously the bots can exploit them. We know this already. Scalpers can just jump straight past the queues. They have technology that will allow them to do that. Um, it's it's horrendous because you just sit there in this queue that's, that doesn't tell you anything. You're just in a an invisible herd of other sheep just sat there. You know there's people around there. You're not anywhere near them. You can't see them. But there are other sheep doing the same thing for you. All sat there barring at their monitors. And then eventually it goes, <laughs> oh, sorry, mate, you didn't get one. And it's like, what the fuck? Imagine queuing up for a roller coaster, getting to the front and going, actually, there's no roller coasters left, mate. You'll have, you have to leave. Why didn't you tell me that? I've literally, you, you sold them an hour ago. Why have you not told me now? Oh, I didn't want to. Well, I didn't really care because I sold them. To be fair, you needed it. Not I. I didn't need you because I'm not loyal to you. I just... <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 not a great system. Anyway, we weren't uh, gonna go too far down that avenue, so we will leave that for now. There are more PS5s um, circulating in the UK at least. I know Lake um, mentioned on social media that he hasn't seen any. Let's see if we can find his actual comment uh, just for. Uh, ooh, ooh. 
Oh, actually, the thing that I've just been talking about, box, I've got a half-written tweet to Vern on my screen. <laughs> I'll, I'll send it, reply. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Lake says, yeah, why is Finland not getting anything? Restock should be arriving at the end of this month, but almost every console, most likely, will just go to pre-orders, uh, which absolutely sucks. Um, if you are chasing one, Lake, hopefully you get one soon. Um, but, yeah, it's, this is probably going to persist for the next few months at least, which is a shame, uh, but we will do our best to try and inform you each and every single day as we do on the scoop <coughs> as to where you can potentially get one. There could be more today. You may be able to purchase one from Amazon. Amazon still has their stock to go live. Um, so, yeah, keep your eyes on that. That's all I can say, Lake. Um, anyway, finish off catching up with the chats. Um, United have a ballot system for away tickets, don't they? Like, how many people are fighting for those tickets? Like, so you register your interest. I don't know whether or not you pay a deposit. And then you just get pulled out of a hat. Is that not something that they could do? I mean, well, that... I've, I've genuinely have no idea. <clears throat> but is, is it fair that 100,000 people then get put into a ballot when there's only two, when there's 200,000 people that want one? Uh, I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's probably not perfect. Um, but is it fair that... 200,000, 300,000, 500,000 people will join one queue on a website, but only 100,000 people will get one. At least at least those 200,000 people that joined the ballot just go, yep, include me in the ballot, but don't actually go and physically join the queue or digitally join the queue for those tickets. So I think I'm, I'm more in favour of a ballot than I am for chance and being in the right place at the right time um, and having technology that's just smarter or faster than other people. I think, yeah. I think a ballot makes it a bit more fair for now at least you don't keep that forever but whilst it's obscene and being abused like it is then a ballot works for me um uh there we go mr t good morning says uh, south park and it's gone dot png yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly and it's gone um uh, yes i'm down to get one of those resident evil hoodies says precision nice um if you are the comment above that in the chat does give you our discount code you only get to use it once though so if you are going to buy a few things um over a few months it might be worth save getting them all in one so you can save 20 percent off those orders uh but yeah feel free to use we don't get anything on that by the way so that's just just 20 percent straight off pass to you guys nice um i don't know why but i thought that was a stack of pot noodles behind baby for a minute it is it is a stack of pot noodles. Uh, I wish. I haven't had a pot noodle in ages. <laughs> we buy pot noodles all the time. Uh, Chloe's a, a huge pot noodle aficionado. So there you go. Pot noodle, if you're watching this, hashtag spawn. Feel free. Um, I thought there were tubs of Haagen-Dazs. <laughs> um, not leaving them out. <laughs> just my collection. <laughs> just have a drink. <laughs> um, uh, Gary uh, saying hello to uh, Mr. Bearded Edge. Callum, hey. For those of you that may have... Uh, being around the Pez community five, six, seven years ago, Callum was a, a regular in the Pez community. He's just he left the Pez community basically to go and grow a beard. So there you go. He came back as bearded edge. So there, there you go. I hope it's a magnificent beard now. It is, is it better than Toby's? Uh, oh, it's, it's majestic. Yeah, Toby's was more like face growth. Uh, uh, yes. Whereas Callum is Callum. It's, it's good. It's good. Good. Um, this is statistically the most depressing week of the year. Um, do you know what? That's factually incorrect. Um, it's a pseudoscience, uh, factually. Um, but I appreciate the input, Darius Stone. What Darius Stone is talking about is this is Blue Monday or Blue Week. Um, technically, um, that Blue Monday could be the third Monday of January or the second Monday of January or the fourth Monday of January. And they, they calculate that by basically taking in a number of different factors, seasonal things, paydays, and, and all of the rest over the year, and they calculated that 
more people are likely to be um, at their most depressed on the third Monday of January. Although scientists and, and mathematicians have actually gone and looked at that and said, well, that calculation is actually bullshit. So it's a pseudoscience. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's someone that's kind of put something together uh, with the idea of that. But if you actually dig back, it was made by um, Sky Travel uh, to sell more holidays in the third week of January. Mm -hmm. that's, that's a fact, which is, which is probably more disappointing than uh, anything else. So S Sky Travel cashed in on depression by saying you depressed the most this week. So here's a sale to give you discounts for your holiday. So that's where it came from. Um, but this probably, I mean, it was flawed calculations, but it was a logical calculation. So we'll give them that. We'll give them that. Um, I hope you're only saying nice things about me, Graham. Maybe. <laughs> uh, Gloria's set there, mate. Thank you very much, dude. It's, take, it's taken a long time uh, to put together. Although Bibby's background is outstanding. Are you talking about his his history or behind him? Because <laughs> Bibby's <laughs> background is... is... Mine's sketchy at <laughs> least. You know what I mean? Um... Uh, are the Series X and S in the same boat with stock, uh, stock difficulties? I don't think so. And the only reason I don't think so is because I've seen so many more stock alerts. That said, I've not been trying to buy one. Um, I know they do sell out, but they've had more stock. That could just be that they are ahead of the curve and they started their production slash logistics before PlayStation. So they could just be getting their stock updates. They could be in the same boat now PlayStation start arriving again. Um, but yeah, Xbox have seen, seem to have more stock um, but like I say, could just be they were ahead of the curve. Uh, Thank you for the ice cream. Must have forgotten the keys to their ignition, ignition, ignition. But uh, do you know what? It works writtenly, but not when I say it. So I'll give you, I'll give you points for that one, chappers. Writtenly. Writtenly. Uh, I I, words are good. Nice. <laughs> Stay in school, kids. <laughs> uh, you have traded us on uh, game. Don't allow it, you big chav. Uh, uh, I, what? <laughs> Is that, is that, I mean, I, I don't have trains on, I have, I have my slippers on, you can't see, I don't know where my camera is, there we go, yes, my old ugly slippers, anyway, Gone Hollow Live, I'm in the same boat trying to upgrade my PC, are you after a graphics card, Gone Hollow, because, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's just as painful, um, game having a queue system is ironic, considering that nobody's queuing up to buy the company from Mike Ashley, uh, oh, 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 it's let me in to buy the PS5 now, <gasps> consoles, is it? And that was stock. There we go. <laughs> Let's close that tab. Um, uh, it's crazy how the interest has built. The first time pre-orders went live, I think everyone who wanted one got one. After that, interest shot up big yeah, time. Yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, lockdowns, people at home, and many factors. Can't remember a time like it for a new console. No, it's, it's, it is baffling. It is baffling. I mean, you can see why. But it doesn't mean that we have to kind of accept it. But yeah, it is, it's crazy. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm really glad that I was happy to wait a few years to get a PS5. But for folk who are desperate, this audio must suck. Uh, hopefully, everyone who truly wants one can get one soon. Yeah, none here at Finland, says Lake. Um, what is this patent thing? Uh, which patent thing? I don't know. <laughs> what have we painted? It? Painted it's to the story. Ah, okay, okay, we're going to jump into that in just a sec. I'm just catching up, because <laughs> usually when we have a big story like that, chat goes for a while, and chat has gone for a while, so let me let me keep skipping. I've uh, uh, been watching Amazon today. Yeah, apparently they are due sometimes, so keep your eyes on. Although, IGN UK Deals just tweeted something. Uh, I know, just spat my miles, Morales. Um, uh, That's what the official Sony website tried to do for the PS5 pre-orders, and Sony messed it up as it forgot to send out the emails to the winning lottery picks. Oh, dear. Um, 
It can't be the worst week of the year. It's my birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday, <laughs> OB3. Uh, we'll have to change it to happy birthday 3U rather than 2U because you're OP3, so there you go. <laughs> Blue Monday is a Hallmark holiday. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's, it's basically like the new age version of horoscopes. Uh, da, da, da. Wasn't it also in relation to people whacking Christmas on credit cards and then was the week of the Santa bill landing? Yeah, it was all that. All, like... The science behind the calculation was was logical in terms of it was it was combination of debt, the post uh, holiday hype kind of thing, the dark gloomy weather, um, shortest days of the year, all of that sort of kind of stuff thrown in, um, and and yeah, they came up with an opportunity uh, with the idea that it would be this week so that they can sell you stuff. Nice. Um, anyway, sorry if I've not caught up with chat, I will catch up with that in a bit because I realise that we are still going. Thank you, appreciate you all being in the chat. By the way, it's nice to see chat popping. Um, it's just too much. God damn it! Stop talking. No, don't. Keep keep talking. Keep talking. Keep talking. I will just while you talk, uh, jump into the first news article, which is about GTA. Uh, which is nice because we actually have a cyberpunk story and we didn't leave with it. Yeah, nice. <laughs> well, welcome to another episode of the Cyber Scoop. <laughs> For those of you new here, we do often cover the uh, cyberpunk state of affairs because, you know, it's big news. And it has been the biggest news recently. But this finally is something different. It's GTA 6 could feature smarter NPCs thanks to a newly uncovered Rockstar patent. There you go. We're getting into the patent news. Um, a new Take-Two patent has been discovered that appears uh, based on improving the intelligence and navigation capabilities of AI. I mean, let's just stop for a second. Smart AI in video this, games? It? Wow, it's like, it's like 2021, yeah. yeah! Pirate, thank you very much for the, for the host and the 100 bits as well. What a guy, what a guy. Thank you very much. Good morning. How are you doing? Uh, so the patent which uh, registers a system and method for virtual navigation in a gaming environment has been posted on Reddit in the last few day uh, days, though the actual document was originally filed by Rockstar's parent company, Take-Two, back in October 2020. In the simplest terms possible, the patent is geared at making non-player characters, that's NPCs for short, artificial intelligence a little smarter and more organic in an attempt to, way, uh, attempt to move away from current AI solutions that are starting to feel a little outdated. The patent notes that conventional systems only provide limited resources for developers that want to populate their worlds with active elements. Excuse me. Think about the pedestrians you see walking down the street, the cars you see on the roads, even vehicles you see flying overhead. They run on scripts that only uh, that allow only a limited number of instances to be active in-game at any one time. NPCs typically all drive at the same speed, follow the same routes, and do the same things. Rockstar thinks these current systems are deficient and wants to instead enable systems that produce a realistic virtual world that is not limited by hardware or software limitations. The suggested system in the patent then points towards an NPC solution that gives characters different personalities. Maybe an NPC in a certain kind of car will, will intentionally take side roads to avoid traffic jams. Maybe another, who isn't as confident a driver, will move much slower once the sun goes down in the evenings. Of course, there's no suggestion that this is definitely linked to GTA 6 at the time of writing. Rockstar has barely even not acknowledged the game exists. But references to a high-speed chase ambient traffic and so on suggests we're looking at something more modern here not for argument's sake red dead redemption 3 or similar the the patent is filed under the parent company but the names attached to the uh, patent are inventors uh, to, 
uh, as inventors are Rockstar North, uh, Rockstar North tech director David Hind and AI lead Simon Parr. So this is definitely something the studio is looking at when it comes to next-gen open-world titles. Though Rockstar remains tight-lipped about what the hell it's working on next, we have reports that the next GTA early in development and will be smaller in scale compared to the previous Rockstar games. Anyway, we will stop at that bit because we don't need to know about the links off to other articles, but... NPC technology, and that's not nothing to do with national car parks because that's N NCP. <laughs> uh, yes, NCP, N NPC. I fucked myself up now. NPC technology. There we go. Better AI in technology, uh, and, and technologies will make mm -hmm. computer control characters much more advanced in game. Bit thoughts. I think this is. Uh, I mean, GTA for me, when it comes down to open world games, has always been. The, the market leader like there's nothing there's nothing that means more to more most people when it comes to open world games than grand theft auto uh I, i'm just trying to dig up a tweet that i'd seen this morning from Vern. uh here we go rockstar the old, real og is a game that's eight years old still pulls in massive viewership on twitch and played by millions of gamers all over the world a game that is still supported with some amazing content yet sadly uh, never dived into the online world in GTA. Obviously, that's his own perspective, that he's never dived into the online world. But there's a reason why this game is still at the top of the charts or still in the charts eight years after the fact. The fact that they're looking now to try and make it a lot a lot more realistic is, I think, the word that they're looking for. If they're trying to get NPCs to act more like real life, then realistic is the obvious word to go for. Um, but... It, I can't help but feel that they're looking over the fence as what's happened with CD Projekt Red and their world and just thought we need to do better than that. Like even though GTA 5, uh, GTA 5 now is much better than the world that is Night City and the way the CG, CD Projekt Red have made their cities with real life characters walking around and stuff. GTA 5 shit's all over that in terms of the, the, play, the, the, the world is still littered with people without the game crashing. Do you know what I mean? Um, so the fact that they're trying to make it bigger and better than GTA 5 or what we could even imagine, it, it's a massive, massive step forward. And this is why Rockstar will always be the best when it comes to this kind of game. There's no one that would even come close to them. There isn't many games, as I said, eight years old that are still doing as well as GTA is, regardless of whether or not they're just playing for the online or single player experience. The online experience has evolved over time. It's not just what the Rockstar servers are putting out and the, the heist that they're bringing out every four months. It's um, the role-playing servers and stuff like that, that you see people like Shroud, like Summit, all playing and what 60,000 people watching both of those two streamers each play that game. It's unbelievable. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm distracted for a couple of things. <clears throat> One, my camera just failed and I brought it back to life. And two, people keep throwing rubbers and things across this classroom. <laughs> God what damn it. <laughs> Easy, Tiger. <laughs> Pirate throws a chair. God damn. Uh, Pre Precision said, when Graham reads articles, it feels like primary school and the teacher is reading for us all. <laughs> Falls off chair, throws a little piece of rubber. <laughs> and then eternally flicks elastic band across classroom. God damn it. <laughs> Stop it. Um, right, you're all in detention. You have to stay here for at least one hour now. That's it. You're in detention. <laughs> yeah, that's no break time today. No, no, I don't care. Um, just, just an update as well. You're probably hearing that dish, dish. Yes, I am having work done still in the house, so you will keep hearing um, noise. So yeah, apologies. I did mute my mic while Bibi was talking then to try and cut that off. Um, but yeah, it will, it will be there. Apologies. Um, 
Uh, Asim says, love this. Rockstar usually innovate in one way or another with a proper new GTA on a new gen of consoles. I was thinking how they'd use the power of the PS5 and Xbox Series X. Improving AI systems. Love it. Means a more immersive, dynamic world rather than AI that is currently a set of pre-written uh, routines. Mm. Um, and then Gary says, the main reason why GTA is still in the top 10 because of GTA Online, I'm sure. Incredible stuff. Um, Gone Hollow Live says, haven't played GTA 5 since the very first set of heists. See, I didn't even get to that, um, which is a shame. Uh, I mean, we've spoken about this quite a few times. The idea of GTA and what that brings to me is incredible. Um, I'm thinking of, um, in my head, MMORPG, almost. Like, shitloads of people in a real-life city, and I can drive around, and I can do... Yeah, well, wonderful. And then you've got, like, the role-playing elements if you're doing GTA RP. Yeah, that's exceptional. I can... I can be a bit of a dick on camera, so RP is like, I can accentuate me being a dick on camera. Nice, yeah, I'll take that. Um, so there's so much good about it, but IRL, in reality, when you go into GTA Online, as we've spoken about, uh, me and Jib, um, Jib, me and Bib, have both had, me, me and Jib, both had similar experiences, didn't we, Jib? Uh, where we went online yes, and we, we, we got trashed by Rip. someone with rocket launchers. So it was like, oh, great, nice, dead, 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 dead. Okay, well, this isn't fun. Let's give up on that. Um, so it's not just that it's the it's it's the time to get i mean i haven't played it on playstation 5 hopefully it'll be a bit faster but it's the and then you go to the sky wait about four minutes and then load back into something else like it's just not fast enough <laughs> tito's explanation gta was good but i'm too impatient to sit through that google map simulator element that are the loading screens <laughs> yes yeah, google earth perfect perfect analogy it's just it's i can't believe after eight years I mean, it was still like that on the Xbox 360 and PS3. Like, how has it not been sped up? It just takes so long. I understand that there is thousands and thousands of people that are trying to access that server. And I understand that it does take time. But to take as long as it does now, it's just a bit of a piss take. It doesn't matter what console you play on, whether or not it's last gen, current gen or PC. It doesn't matter. It still takes for an absolute eternity. If you, if you win a race... You're going to wait three minutes to go back to a menu and then you wait another three minutes to load into the game and then you wait another three minutes for somebody else to join the game and then you wait another three minutes to get into the... Yeah, it's... to I streamed it and I swear to God, it was it was about two and a half hours and I probably had about six races. Yeah, I remember watching Pivi stream it and the thing is, like, if, if you... if you Any other game, you jump into a race or something and you're like, yeah, I fucking love racing. Yeah, I can't wait to jump in my... Uh, my knock off Bugatti Veyron, this is going to be amazing. And you jump into it and you're in a speedboat, you'll be like, oh, fuck this. I'm gone. Wrong one. Let me quit out. But Bibby was like, oh, well, I'm in this race and I'm in a car slash boat slash aeroplane and it changes between all three. <laughs> That's not what I wanted. But it will take me four and a half hours to quit out and get back in again. So let's just stick with it. This is fine. <laughs> Which is what precision's there. The dread of your mate getting kicked from the server and you having to wait 45 minutes for them to connect. Yeah. Frustra frustrating. Frustrating. I mean, Asim kind of nailed it for me. I never got into GTA Online. Sounds amazing. But it's about investment of time and having a regular set of friends to play with. That's the thing. Um... Because GTA Online and GTA Offline, NPCs are inconsequential. Um, I, I, I can't, actually, do you know what? I wasn't going to go down this route, but I, I've continuing watching High Score, a video game documentary on Netflix, which is incredible, by the way. You should watch it. It's really, really good. Mm -hmm. Episodes are on like 40 minutes long, so it's a nice, easy watch. Anyway, an episode last night was about um, RPG, role-playing games. Um, oh, and one of the stories, I won't give too much about who or what, but it, 
they were trying to figure out a way to give you a conscience in the game because they found that people were just being dicks through the game. The idea was they wanted to create an environment where you could play and be good, but everyone chose the dark, the, the dark side of the force. Mm-hmm. Um, so they wanted to give you a conscience and make you feel like that your decisions were having an impact on yourself and people around you and, um, and you weigh that up and start to be a better person. But GTA, you kind of... Because all the NPCs are just... Uh, bots. They are li- like. I mean, that's obviously what they are. They are bots. You, you, they have nothing about them. They are not different. I mean, it could be a bot that looks like a man. It could be a bot that looks like a woman. Uh, it, they all the same. They will run the same. They will do everything the same. They'll just have a different audio and visual aesthetic. Everything else is the same. But by making them have different personalities, it's like it's like farmers. If if you've got um, a shitload of sheep. You, as soon as you name one, that one is is Dotty the sheep. Okay, I, I don't want I don't want to butcher that one and turn it into a lamb chop like I was supposed to do. They don't name them because they're all the same then. But this this NPC update, if it starts to give them personalities, if you get little old ladies that drive slower stereotypically, or a young guy that absolutely arsles his car around like a knobhead stereotypically, you start suddenly. You may want to shoot the young guy. Fuck's sake, he nearly crashed into me. But the little old lady might be like, oh, oh sorry, Doris. I'll, I'll, nope, nearly rammed into you there. I'll give you a little bit more space. And it starts to change the way that it works. So, so back into Asim's comment, he never got into GTA because he didn't have people to play with. Mm-hmm. Um, same, same. I have people that I would jump in occasionally, but it's 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 like it's like Destiny. You need a, what's, what's, is it not a clan? Is that, is that what it is? Is it a clan in Destiny? We'll just we'll say clan, whatever the word is. You need a clan, people, your crew, your posse, uh, your uh, band of merry I men. What I think they're called. Yeah, so there you go. I um, we'll we'll go with merry men because that sounds more like a Destiny phrase. I think merry men. Merry are, men. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely it's nothing to do with me. <laughs> so um, yeah, your fire squad, your fire team. You want them around you, and you you grind. You do these. Uh, raids that take eight hours and it's wonderful but without them it's a bit like oh and that was kind of gta for me but start to get ai that's a little bit smarter then who needs friends i've got digital friends yeah nice i'll take that and then imagine the, the story that the new york times will write about that <laughs> but, <laughs> but this is exactly what cd project red uh, came up with this is what a lot of people was excited about there was a uh a whole thing about the npcs having daily routines like they would wake up in the morning they'd go to the shop they'd buy what they need to they'd come home they'd go to work and there were many many videos that was that were circulating again it's still on my shelf up there ready to be played when it's all patched and ready to go that the you you could follow these characters around and they would literally walk to one one side of the road and then back again and that was one of the biggest things that said like the environment would change every day. Everyone would have routines and stuff. And that hasn't come to fruition along with a lot of other things that was in the game as well. So, I, I, again, I'm fairly certain that Rockstar will be looking over the fence and go, right, what they've got over there at its core, at its base, is such a unique idea. that that's definitely something that we can look to incorporate into our, into, into our game, into GTA 6 when it comes out. Now that that's taking a huge inspiration from CD Projects, and again they have to be commended for that because that's that stuff, as well as GTA Five has done that stuff, and GTA Four and all the GTAs before, and all the other open worlds that came before that, the likes of Elder Scrolls, um, they've all done that relatively well. But again, like you said, all the characters walk the same, they all jog the same, they all drive the same. They're just there as NPCs. They're just there to fill the world out, so it's not a lonely place. 
we have never seen something at this moment in time where the world is completely unique. Every single person has their own daily routine. They have their own things to do. That I can't believe that that Rockstar have been able to patent something like that. It must be so. It must be amazing, and it must be good if they haven't to patent it and they've not just because I don't. I don't remember CD Projekt Red doing that. Do you? Do you remember them patenting their NPC lifelike experiences? I don't remember that. I don't. I don't. Um, feel so, free to let me know if the audio shits itself. By the way, I am muting my mic and unmuting it when Bibi's on because obviously I've got the builders in the background. Do you want to, quickly before I answer that question? I'm going to jump back up because I saw that. Um, where was the comment? Someone said, am I having a barn built? And then Pirates said something along the lines of, um, Graham's finally getting his sex dungeon built. Uh, correction, I'm getting a sex barn built, actually. So there you go. Yeah, have that. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think they did issue any any patents or anything. Um, so it, it does kind of fill you with a little bit of, oh, maybe they're onto something. But the flip side is, would anyone, based on anything you've seen previously, trust any game to do thinking for you <laughs> nope <laughs> there was there was something uh, was it was it for ps5 or was it last gen sony or someone i'm fairly sure it's software sony mentioned some form of software uh, i'm sure it was the ps5 they issued a patent about how they wanted some ai technology that will kind of learn with you and and it was something along the lines of like astrobot or whatever you had a little buddy that if you got angry and aggressive it'd get sad or, or whatever uh, to try and i don't know influence i can't remember what the story was i've forgotten it mostly but the the theory around that was okay the idea is quite quirky but i do not trust you to create ai because ais and the, the ideas historically in video games is we're going to make a wonderful ai and in reality it's we're going to make something that just walks into a wall head against the side of the wall and keeps going it's like no it's not that's not, it's not it so i love the idea but i will i will sit back and wait because in my head i'm thinking okay that's it I don't need friends anymore. I mean, I do. Yeah, it'd be wonderful to jump into uh, um, Los Santos with with four or five of my friends. Apologies for the hammering it's out again. Uh, jump into Los Santos with four or five friends. But if they're not there, if my AI squad can jump in and fill the gap a little bit, then that's wonderful. But, yeah, I will take that with the largest pinch that could ever yeah. be pinched off of a mountain of salt. Um, <sighs> because, yeah, AI... A new patent, advancing it, could be a huge step forward, but could still be a tiny step for where we would really need to be for that to get. But still, still though. Sorry, realistically, GTA isn't going to come out for, I'd say, at least two, maybe three years at a push. So they've got a lot of time. Like, <laughs> the gap... What was what has been the gap between the other Grand Theft Autos? Because I can't. It's twelve years the longest that they would have gone between a, a new Grand Theft Auto coming out. It has to be. It was like that is a long. It was like two or three years early on, and then from like three to four, because uh, obviously we got three, and then we got like Vice City and then San Andreas. I think mm -hmm. Vice City and San Andreas was three years, but then um, from five to six, that's going to be forty-seven years between it. Um, <laughs> GTA 5 will be released on seven generation of consoles. <laughs> yeah, I'd say it's going to be the third generation console it's going to be coming out for. We've seen it on the 360, uh, we've seen it on the Xbox One, and we're going to see it on the Xbox Series X, uh, as well as S, obviously. It's it is unbelievable that it's managed to go for this long, but why would they kill something that's still clearly making them a lot of money and the player base actually loves and adores? They're modding the tits out of this game. I agree. It's I, a completely different game. I agree. I want GTA 6 because I want to go through a new experience 
But it's the same. It's the same conversation that football fans have with FIFA and stuff like that. Why bring out a new game every year when you can just, just you know, stop giving me a new game every year because it's the same game. You've just added a tiny bit. Just add that as a DLC for the next one. But yet, on the flip side, so people are asking for less games in, in sports games, but more games in the open world RPG ish sort of game. And it's like. You can never be happy. People always want a little bit of something extra. But if they can just drop an expansion, like you get with the likes of a World of Warcraft or something like that, that mm-hmm. gives you new areas of the world that fully upscales the visuals and things like that. I mean, I'd take that. I'd take that. I mean, obviously, yeah. you, you keep your history then. But anyway, sorry, you were going to say something. Uh, no, no, I just, I was just agreeing with you. Um, I mean, it makes more sense for them to be able to say GTA Six because it's the new installment. They can change it. I mean, we've we've seen it recently with Warzone that they've literally just taken all the black black ops stuff and just. I imagine I, I haven't played Warzone in a while, so please do correct me. I know a lot of you probably play it in the chat. They changed it from Modern Warfare to Black Ops. Is that correct? So they've taken all the Black Ops weapons and put it into Warzone and got rid of the Modern Warfare stuff. Or have they, have they put them both? exclusively like that they're both together they just create they've got one game and like you say world of war is the ultimate is is the ultimate um the word i'm looking for shoes example no it's the (laughs) ultimate example they've got a base game (laughs) every single title like they'll bring out a new expansion once a year be 35 pound people will buy it because the level cap goes up they've got new bosses they've got new dungeons to run they've got new quests to be able to go on to that for me is the ultimate business model, and there's a reason why that game is still thriving and the best MMO that there has ever been. Probably, in, not in my opinion, but probably one of the best games that's ever been created. And I can appreciate that from someone who doesn't play World of Warcraft or particularly like it. I've tried it, didn't really get into it. But from an outside perspective, I love watching it, and I love what they're doing over at Blizzard. But it's not just not it's not my bag. But ESO have tried to do that, and they have done it to a, a quite a large success but nowhere near as good as what World of Warcraft have done. So is it going to be the fact that GTA can potentially thrive and just be in Grand Theft Auto, get rid of the numbers and just keep on tagging it on? Or do they need the next installment to be able to change the scenery? Because there's been a lot of examples of this potentially going back to Vice City. They can't really do that with GTA 5, can they? They can't just tack GTA Vice City onto it and then have 5 and 6 running along it. Suddenly drive through a time zone. (laughs) (laughs) Turn a corner, everyone goes from wearing hoodies and skinny jeans to like rolled up blazers with uh, purple shirts on underneath. Yeah, yeah. A couple of things to chat out. Uh, Tickled Streams, thank you very much for the host. Appreciate it, dude. Welcome in. As well as the Disco Lights. I did redeem it quietly whilst Bibi was talking. Uh, thank you very much. Um, see, I think I'd be inclined with... I think a GTA 6 will just absolutely shit out money. And I yeah. think GTA 6 will revitalise a content creation scene that has been revitalised more than something else that you can say gets revitalized a lot, like I think of right now. Um, so the GTA scene had shitloads of content. It, there was a massive boom, and then it bust, and then it boomed, and then it bust, and then it boomed, and then it bust. Every time there's something new, when when we first get the heists and stuff coming, massive boom again. When RP comes in, massive boom again, and then it drops off, and then it just booms mm. again, just because said there's lulls in other games and content creators go back to playing uh, GTA. Um, and there's so much that you can do in it that GTA con- uh, content creators can c- come from all angles. Minecraft content creators will go into GTA. Football content creators will go into GTA. Everyone just goes into GTA. So having a six is a big brand refresh. So it would be huge for the company. I think th- 
that having that expansion that we're talking about only works if you want to put your anchor in the universe. So if you want to um, be GTA 6 real world right now, every bit of content you make forward is real world right now. You can't get... Apologies for the uh, buzzsaw in the background. Nice. <laughs> so you can't get um, Los Santos 1990 a la uh, GTA San Andreas. You can't get Vice City 1980s a la Vice City. Um, you can't merge them in with it because obviously unless you've got time zones that you go across, it won't work. So... I could see the idea of GTA 6 being forward planned to have expansions and, and increased uh, stuff adding on, but that does limit um, something that GTA and Rockstar have liked to tinker with, and that's that different different aesthetics, different vibes, different genres. That said, we've had GTA London, which was, um, what was that, was that 60s? And then we had um, Vice City 80s, and we had the 90s. Um, yeah. And 2000s and 2010s, obviously, because of um, GTA 4 and 5. With 6, do they just do the 20s and do real world now? Or do they go back and do a bit... Uh, so, yeah, maybe maybe they've done the genres and they want to stick with what, what they've got. But... Can you imagine, though, if they did, like, a noir style? Like, obviously, what we've seen with Mafia, uh, the recent Mafia re-release. Amazing game, by the way, if you haven't played it, play it. Um, but the the first Isn't Mafia it? has obviously just come out again. Imagine if they would taken that kind of inspiration that we start to go back into the 1930s and do a GTA around that era. That hasn't been done, I don't think. It, well, it hasn't been done in GTA at least. But to the degree of what Rockstar can do, opening up a world like that would be incredible. I mean, the car chases would be something because uh, the cars would never go over like 40 miles an hour. So that would be interesting. Did you say but... 1930s then? Is that what twenties? Oh, twenties. Oh, okay, I, I was I was listening to my sex band being constructed, so I couldn't I couldn't quite tell. Um, just want to point out before I answer that uh, that sounds painful, and then chap was yeah <laughs> in, in, in the chat. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, I mean i I kind of I kind of don't want that because I think GTA hasn't done that. I mean, the one I enjoyed the least was GTA uh, Two. London, Grand Theft Auto London, um, which was the older cars and things were a bit slower, and I just it just didn't have the same vibe. I like GTA. Started again. Sorry, I like GTA Six because uh, GTA Five because it's now it's modern day. Yeah. I, I do like uh, Vice City and San Andreas because I can relate to those. But take it away from that, and then GTA loses that hook to me personally. A lot of people probably won't like Vice City because they can't relate to the eighties. Which means yeah. they're, they're well too young to be playing GTA anyway. But there you go. Um, maybe not. Um, so I'd like GTA to keep now. I think Mafia doing that is is keep that to Mafia. Let them do their thing. GTA do your thing. Don't, don't kind of need to cross it over in that sort of sense. But yeah, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? Um, I'll jump back through the chat. Uh, da, 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 da. Firefly Media. Hey, feel free. Uh, Firefly Media. By the way, made the ice cream studio. So if you want to give those guys a follow, I don't, I don't know if they make any content on here, but they're definitely worth looking at. Welcome in. How's lockdown going for you guys? Um, I don't think Cyberpunk is ever going to be able to compete with The Witcher 3, uh, says Firefly. E definitely not on last gen. Definitely not on last gen. Maybe, maybe on PC, but that was their focus. Their focus was pretty much entirely on PC, which they haven't said, but they have said that they, they kind of neglected consoles. So maybe on... PC in a few years, possibly next-gen consoles, but last-gen consoles, no, it's not happening. Um, Asim says, the Modern Warfare stuff is still in Warzone. They've just added the Black Ops stuff, weapons, operators, etc. Um, Firefly also said, uh, excited now that Star Wars games can be made uh, by people other than EA. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
Ubisoft making the open world game. Woo! Fun times. Yeah, but to be fair, every Ubisoft game is exactly the same. It's just a, <laughs> it's just a different topic. <laughs> uh, Tito says, there was an EA game a few years back in the Command & Conquer universe. Basically, two different game genres were linked. Um, a strategy game and a first-person shooter. If you own both, you could switch into an FPS game. Ambitious, but unfortunately it was shy. There was... It was... I can't remember what it was. There was a game made by um, a Nordic developer, and I want to say something like Elite Dangerous. It's that kind of game, but I, I don't play those games, so I, I, it's probably the wrong game. Anyway, there was like the space game, and then there was a boots on the ground game, and the idea was there were two different games. You could have space battles, and you could have boots on the ground battles, but they tried to make it so that the games would link up, so that the you being in your game and the spaceship could provide... Uh, like covering fire to someone else in a different game in boots on the ground kind of thing i don't know if it ever actually came to be maybe i'm just watching a um oh that was one of those things that would be one of those things but never actually happened to be one of those things i don't know but yeah the idea of that stuff is incredible imagine if bibi wants to play galactic assault on star wars battlefront um is is i always get the names wrong let's say galactic assault is the tie fighter stuff i'll just you know let's leave the names bibi wants to play tie fighter stuff i want to play stormtrooper stuff nice the fact that bibi can go oh fuck graham's down there pew, 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 and shoot down into my fucking world and give me some cover fire that's that's just like incredible two different game modes two different games working together yeah that's wonderful but um well, do you know what? cyberpunk can't fix one game so they're not going to do two games that can play together easy boot sorry my bad my bad um Sex ban, sex ban. It's a sex ban to which pirate Craig hasn't. <laughs> Thank you very much for the hundred bits, pirate. Appreciate it. Um, imagine a remastered getaway. I'd be moist between the loins. Whew, you're always moist between the loins, though, Vern. So, <laughs> we easy tiger. Uh, sounds like robot wars in the background. Who's fighting dead metal or Sergeant Bash? Uh, that's Sir Killer actually. He's just trying to brew up for me. He doesn't know what he's doing. Um, we got Fast and Furious the game. What more do you want? <laughs> Um, Fast and Furious was remastered straight to a PS2 game <laughs> uh, yeah they released a few render screens and it looked amazing they cancelled it and a while after they closed the Sony London studio dev studio game uh, which one what, what? what? They, oh they cancelled the third game of um, Getaway okay yeah yeah I get you I get you um, EVE Online eventually did the space game with a different game doing that's the one EVE Online EVE Online is the one that I was thinking um um what did I say? Like Elite Dangerous or something like that? Probably not even the space game, but it begins with an E. <laughs> so, so there you go. Um, anyway, let's move forward. Let's move forward. Um, I will read, as soon as I did just mention Cyberpunk, I will jump into a Cyberpunk story now, although we don't want to spend too long on this because we are quite far into the show. So we'll quickly go over this because it's almost an update on what we've had before. Oh. There we go. This one's written by Sharif Saeed at VG247 and says CD Projekt faces another class action lawsuit over Cyberpunk 2077. Um, CD Projekt has responded to another lawsuit filed against it. It looks liked uh, it, it looks liked no it looks like a new class action lawsuit has been filed against cyberpunk 2077 developer and publisher cd project in the united states this is the second one of those cdp has responded uh, responded to this year and it follows the one filed on december the 24th also in the united states according to a note passed uh, posted on cd project's investor website the new lawsuit has a similar claim to the one filed in december the class action lawsuit alleges that cd project misled investors about the state of games on last gen consoles the company will undertake take vigorous action to defend itself against any 
any such claims, CD Projekt said in response, which is also the same one it had for the other lawsuit. It seems things continue to get worse as a drill slash saw kicks off in the background. Nice. No, it seems things continue to get worse for CD Projekt. After publishing an apology to players claiming that many of the problems on PS4 and Xbox One were not found during testing, a Bloomberg report refuted those claims, revealing that studio leadership was aware of how severe the problems on PS4 and Xbox One were, among other damning revelations. Ooh, I missed that report. Um, as it stands, CD Projekt Red continues to work on patches that will arrive throughout the year, starting with a big update in the next few days, followed by another in February, and the developer does not know when the game will return to the PlayStation Store. Any quick thoughts on that, Bib? I think it's just more of the same, and it? it's just when it rains, it pours. Um, I still back them to come out of this at the other end, uh, perfectly all fine and well. It will take time. Still think it was far it released far too early, um, but we it's still early days. Um, I think they'll eventually come through. It's just whether or not they get hit by every single lawsuit going, because it seems to be everyone's trying to get a little piece of the pie somehow. Um, but yeah, I think they will eventually come out the other end of it. Uh, the the one thing that strikes out is this in this article as well as one that we read last week or the week before about them not knowing that the bugs was there on PlayStation and Xbox. Again, I think that's utter bullshit. I don't believe for a second that they didn't see anything. There's a reason Correct. why they didn't give the they cut the console versions out. I think they've hidden that. They're not even in plain sight, they just refused to be able to give that kind of. Um, uh, review code out to people who wanted to review them it was pc only and then people had to use uh, already greenlit footage within their review i don't believe that for a second i think that is absolute bullshit um and i think that's kind of coming back to bite them on the ass now but uh yeah i still think they'll come out of this smell of roses at some point whether or not it'll be later on this year or next year i don't know but i think this game it's got all the foundation of being a cracker mm-hmm. it's just not there yet it's, it's half-baked I agree. They will come out smelling of roses, even though those roses might still have a little bit of shit on them. I agree. <laughs> um, and it's a shame. Um, management of CD Projekt Red screwed up big time with their greed, says Lake, which is pretty much a, s- a simplest way you need to put it. The devs and the creatives that have spent years putting this together, to have that shit on by your own superiors that have decided to chase the money rather than um, a full product, that's... that's it's got to be disappointing. It's disappointing for consumers, people that may have gone out and uh, purchased the game. Hey, there we go. But it's, it's disappointing for the people that have spent years of their life creating this project that they were passionate mm-hmm. about to see it just get shit on. But Absolutely. you can count on the calibre of the devs that they have just by looking at The Witcher. So they will fix it just uh, after the devs have got paid. After the... After the um, owners and the shareholders have got paid they've all been paid now now they'll fix it which is a, it's a shit way around but we'll get there anyway enough cyberpunk uh just want to point out that gary said we haven't talked about cyberpunk for 12 minutes <laughs> so there you go it's done now it's it's gone back in the box uh let's jump on to the next story i haven't spoken about PUBG for 12 minutes so here we go yeah andy robinson at bgc says PUBG 2 could release for mobile as soon as this year report claims battle royale sequel is also said to be in development for consoles and pc so we touched on this last week, um, or the week before, but we've got another article on it. Nice. Uh, PUBG Corporation is planning to release a sequel to its hit Battle Royale game, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, as early as this year, a new report claims. According to Bloomberg, the South Korean developer has plans to release a new Battle Royale mobile title this year based on PUBG. Another PUBG-related PC and console game will release a... Nice, good words. Will release by <laughs> 2020, it said, though it's not clear if they're the same title. 
the news follows a South Korean news report from November, which claimed that PUBG parent Crafton was working on a new game set in the PUBG universe called Project XTRN, or X Extreme. Um, according to the publication sources, the project had been in development since early 2019 for mobile, console, and PC, and was highly likely to be PUBG 2. The original PUBG released in 2017 and is one of the most successful games of all time with the PC and console version selling more than 70 million copies and the mobile version being downloaded 600 million times according to Crafton. The company's CEO, uh, Kim Chang-Han, told Bloom uh, Bloomberg that it also has plans for an animated show based, uh, animated show based on the game and it also intends to target television and movies. Crafton is planning an, an, an IPO uh, in mid to late 2021 which could reportedly be uh, valued at as much as 30 trillion won, which is 27.2 billion dollars, according to Eugene Investment and Securities Companies, which will make it South Korea's biggest ever. Anyway, let's stop. Um, because we now start to go into um, the bit where we were talking about pre-Christmas, the Callisto Protocol, which looks really, really good. Basically a it Dead looks. Space-esque PUBG game, um, uh, but that's a completely different story. So PUBG 2... Uh, could potentially be coming to mobile and consoles and PC. Another report to pack that up. What are your thoughts, Bib? I think this one's definitely for you, babes. This one's not for me. <laughs> I could, I could two shits, if I'm being perfectly honest. Fuck's sake, Bib. This is definitely one for you. Fuck's sake. I mean, if, if, if it was a Viking wandering around with a health bar above it, and it slashed people, and then numbers popped up on the screens, drop little portions, Bibby would be all over that bad boy. Oh, I, I would have written an essay to be able to go through on this, but yeah, this uh, this one isn't for me. I, yeah, I have no idea what most of this is. Um, but on the grand scheme of things, it looks like, I mean, from the outside looking in, a PUBG tube is absolutely required at this point. It feels like it's been going on for a long time. You've obviously had new maps, you've had new guns, you've had new things to be able to put in it in terms of battle passes, but it, I think it definitely needs a new lick of paint, whether or not it means that the, the, the maps are going to translate over or you're going to get something else. Like, Is there much difference between what you've got on the PS4 and the PS5s in terms of quality, textures, the way that the players move? Is the, it's, it's Was there the, much there? It's just the PS5 version. It's the, uh, the PS4 version that's forward compatible, so they've not got anything next-gen on it yet um so my thoughts are i would love to see a pubg 2 but <laughs> gary say what you think babe <laughs> i couldn't give two shits <laughs> I, I i i usually do i don't really hold back when it comes to stuff but this uh, pubg I, I i've said it many times and as much as it kills graham on the inside i i just can't get into it there's just something about the game albeit it's got the best gunplay in any of the brs that i've ever played there's just something about it that doesn't it doesn't scratch any kind of itch, and it's unfortunate, but it's it, it, it's a game. I don't, that's I don't like that's it. That's <laughs> understandable, understandable. Um, I mean, it's not understandable when it comes from Bib, who will literally play um, any game on his smart fridge, and he will play smart fridge simulator <laughs> on his smart fridge. Now I'm joking. Um, yeah, no, that's understandable. See, I, I think PUBG 2 is, is needed to recapture some of the, um, the buzz around the game. I think they've... The, the the decisions by the people that make the decisions haven't been the greatest. I'm just going to kill Slack because notifications. Um, I noticed that you were kicking off again last night. Uh, I was, what yeah, was this morning as well. Like, uh, there's so many things that are just badly thought through. Um, so the other day they posted patch notes and saying that they're gonna they want to work on in-game ratings. So if you're a, sh a shitty player and you're toxic and you, and stuff, you can get marked down and one of the things that will mark that down is leaving games 
Um, so you could join into a lobby, and if you leave that lobby, then you get marked down. At the moment, if you leave a lobby before the game starts, so while the countdown's going and everything, you're not in the game, so it doesn't count. You can leave, it's fine. But I was worried that that might get factored in, um, and there's numerous reasons why you might want to leave a lobby. PUBG now has five maps. Um, one, the best one, then another one that's a big one, and then you've got different maps of different sizes that go down. Uh, and then there's like side maps like Haven and obviously Paramore, which is no, no longer around, which are short um, seasonal maps. But five maps, if you want that full PUBG experience, there's only two big maps that give you that. And I literally could play the game and play 10 games and just get the same three small maps over and over and over again on circulation, which is not the PUBG experience I want. So after three, four, five games, I'm thinking, fuck this, I'm just going to quit out. I want to get the big map. Three, four, five games is two to three, two, two, to two and a half hours of PUBG playtime, potentially. Wasted. Not wasted. I've enjoyed it when I'm in it, but it's not the experience I want. If I want that full PUBG experience, two hours of my life wasted so the only way to avoid that or the only way to to avoid waiting another 30 minutes is to leave the game find a map that you want you can get penalized for that now so that you will mark your reputation down be told to told to watch your behavior which i do not agree with also you could be a solo player looking to go into duos with a random teammate so if you go into a duo lobby and the game sometimes doesn't give you a teammate. Despite you being in duos, you could go in as a solo player into a duo game. The game doesn't give you a teammate. So you're thinking, fuck this. Not only am I on a map that I don't want to play, but I'm playing in duos without a teammate. So therefore, I'm playing on a map I don't want at a disadvantage because everyone else is in teams of two and I'm a solo. I'm going to leave the lobby. You will get penalized for that as well. So bullshit. It's, it's bullshit. Plus the decisions about charging you for cosmetic slots and stuff like that. The developers and the, the, the decision behind the original part of the game. I know loads of the, uh, the people at PUBG will love the original idea, but some of the decisions that have been made are shit. Purely about forcing people into what the vision is from the, the new direction of the team. And that vision is to get more money out of people. To cause people to stay in the games because we've made five maps. They're not great. But we've made them, so you have to play them. So we're going to force you to stay in the queues because it makes the whole system better for everyone as long as you you, you, under, you agree with what's better is what we want. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of bad decisions there. Um, so if you can get rid of all of that and, and start PUBG 2 and don't think, oh, we've made a map, people don't like it, but we've made it, so we're going to keep it there. If people don't like something, get rid of it. If it hasn't worked, cut your losses and get gone. Um, and I know I'm speaking this from a, an angle of echo chamber in terms of if there's five maps, I don't like four of them. Doesn't necessarily mean that everyone else doesn't like those other four. But you can't start penalising, maybe not the overwhelming majority, but large numbers of people. The people that moan on Twitter and in Twitch chats and on streams or whatever might be a, a, a small but vocal echo chamber, but they still are... A reasonably sized echo chamber um and you can see that to an extent you know what? I, i'm going down a huge well that we don't just spend this much time talking about pubg's decisions let's fast forward to pubg 2 the game could be incredible loads of decisions and half-baked ideas compounded by pubg was never meant to be a game that's as big and as successful as it is um, meant that the game's hamstrung in a number of ways. It's still an incredible experience when you get the PUBG experience. 
PUBG stands in the way of itself to give you that experience more than anything else does, which is frustrating. PUBG 2, if that can come along, refresh the brand and give you that experience without as many boundaries, be that um, servers issues, be that map issues, be that janky movements of players if they can move all of that and put PUBG 2 out and give it a bit of a refresh it will shit out money and I, I'm, I'm excited for it but but yeah yeah it's 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 trying it's trying uh, anyway um magic man says more like cd pro uh, pro wrecked red uh, banter um a PUBG 2 i might try just not on mobile i doubt my uh iphone 5s will be able to run it um just played PUBG on my oneplus nord says lake how's it running is it good is it good um, it needs more neon for Bibi. Uh, what needs more neon? PUBG. Um, did he just say do a job it or do a lobby? Maybe both. Maybe both. Did you ever see that news story about a man dressed as the PUBG cover guy who stopped a bike thief by hitting him with a frying pan? No, no, I didn't. It's a few years. Oh, I watched. That. It's a video. I'll watch that one afterwards, just in case of audio stuff. Anyway, moving forward. Moving forward. PUBG two potentially coming. I am excited. I do think it could be useful for the brand. Um. I think the brand has weighed PUBG down too much. Um, too many wrong decisions, too much content that's just making it a bit bruh. So a fresh start could be good. Anyway, Battlefield 6 is a cross-gen reboot targeting 128 players, the latest leaker report claims. You interested in the Battlefield 6 bit? Uh, what do you think? Nah, you're not. But I am, so that's that's there. There you go. Uh, he, he is. He is. He's fine. Uh, Insider reiterates plans for a 128-player battles and claims the PS4 and Xbox One versions are coming. So Battlefield 6 is a soft reboot planned for release on both current and last-gen consoles, as well as PC, it's being claimed. That's according to the latest report on the in-development game by reputable leaker Tom Henderson, who previously claimed that DICE was targeting 128-player maps for Battlefield 6, a claim later corroborated by a journalist. According to Henderson's latest report, which he says contains information obtained from people with knowledge of DICE's plans, Battlefield 6 will return to a modern setting inspired by Battlefield 3. Yeah! Uh, the insider reiterates his claim uh, from last year that the shooter will feature some maps designed with 128 player battles in mind. However, his claims that Battlefield 6 will also release for PS4 and Xbox One are new. Uh, publisher EA has previously referred to the new Battlefield as a true next-gen vision for the franchise. Um, however, with the release penciled in for just a year after the launch of PS5 and Xbox Series X and S, it makes sense that it would want to target the far larger install base of last-gen. Gone to Henderson, Battlefield 6 on last-gen consoles will likely not allow for 128-player battles, instead targeting 64 players and could feature limited destruction compared to the next-gen and PC versions. However, he said players should not be concerned by last-gen machines limiting the next-gen version. When it comes to Battlefield 6 releasing on last-gen consoles, I understand there's going to be a lot of people uh, a, li a little bit with annoyed within the community because it essentially means that the current-gen version is going to be limited in some aspects, he said. However, however, I've been told that this is simply not the case and a completely different studio or different part of DICE is working on the previous-gen version and it's not something that we simply should uh, be worried about. Henderson goes on to claim that a Battle Royale game was at some stage in the works for Battlefield 6, but states that his sources are unclear on whether it's still planned. However, with the success of Call of Duty Warzone and plans for 128-player maps, Henderson speculates that DICE could yet decide to implement the mode. Uh, okay, what's up there, Bib? Thoughts? Yes. Uh, I think they need to steer away from the uh, battle royale mode i don't think that it didn't do well for them last time i don't think it could probably ever do well you play battlefield i play battlefield and people that i know play battlefield for one element and that's the huge scale maps and the huge scale 
people on the battlefield. There's, if there's 128 people on there, that's that's fantastic. 64 each side. You love to see it. Um, so that kind of that's what you play for. You play for conquest. You play for domination. You play for taking destroy. You play for those things. You don't play Battlefield for Battle Royales. I mean, you could probably argue that people didn't play Call of Duty for Battle Royales and they've made something for themselves, but I don't think you you would even contemplate that kind of thing with Battlefield. It's a completely different game. You play Battlefield because you know that when you're getting into a game, you're going to be there for about 40 minutes. That It's a wide-open map. It's not a corridor shooting game. That's the beauty of Battlefield, and that's what it's always been, and that's what it'll always be in my head. So I think wasting time and potentially making a Battle Royale, it doesn't... It doesn't suit Battlefield's aesthetic, shall we say? Um, but I am super looking for. I'm I'm so ready for a new Battlefield game. I think playing Battlefront over the last couple of days since we got it, uh, well, since I got it at weekend, it's pretty much like what you said. It's just Battlefield, but with Star Wars, and that's that for me is perfect. It works hand in hand. But I'm ready. I'm ready for this. I'm more excited about a campaign and what it's going to look like on my um, PlayStation 5. It's going to look extraordinary and I can't wait for it. But the online element as well is something that I, I can't wait to jump into as well. I mean, I, I would love to see Battlefield going back to um, boots on the ground modern day stuff. I've obviously mentioned it, I think, all in this stream already that that's kind of where I, I sit. Give me stuff now. I mean, I was talking about GTA at the time, but give me real world now that I can relate to. That's fine by me. I'm not that bothered about playing with iron sights. Uh, bolt action rifles from world war one because I, I did that 50 years ago on on the ps1 kind of thing obviously it's not 50 years old but you get what i'm saying um so i want guns now i want to feel like if i went to an airsoft range that that if you go to an airsoft range you know you're not killing people but you've got kind of a, oh this looks and feels like a real gun that's been used in the world now i feel like i'm a real soldier yeah i'm a toy soldier <laughs> um i want that toy soldier sort of feeling going into games that that hook that relativity give me that i love it so the fact that they're going for um that Battlefield 3 sort of vibe, yes, please, give me that. Um, 128 player maps, wonderful. Battlefield has some of the most over-the-top of bizarre, crazy sort of uh, battles. So, yeah, I'll take that, I'll take that. I mean, I do like the idea of um, structured attacks. 128 players, so 64 players on each team, might be chaos. If you're trying to hold down, um, uh, say, a little part of the map... Um, obviously not all 64 players are going to be there. You might have eight players trying to hold it down. If suddenly 16 players from the other team just decide to just dumb rush you straight into your line of fire, yeah, you can just push through that sort of stuff, which which is a bit OTT. Um, but yeah, it's anyway, if it, if it's balanced and they've, uh, the maps are thought through, it can work really well. So I do like the idea of that. Um, I also wouldn't mind to see uh, Battlefield trying BR properly because Call of Duty tried BR with blackout and it wasn't great there was no real content it was just call of duty with with some battlefield uh, with some bre element they went properly at br with warzone and did it very very well battlefield arguably is a game that has the bigger maps but one of the things that will translate to uh, br is battlefield's team play if you play call of duty more often than not even in team deathmatch a, a, a game mode that has team in it you run and gun on your own okay bye I'm dead. Yeah. No, no real comms unless you're taking it super seriously. Um, Battlefield always bad company uh, days, especially always in inspired you to mark players before it was a regular thing in the game. Uh, it always inspired you to play with classes and support each other, yeah. and I think that stuff works exceptionally PTO. well. Hmm? PTO. 
Oh, there you go. There you go. I, I thought I thought something was gone wrong. Then I was like, "What's what's broken?" <laughs> but yeah, play oh. the, play the objective. Um, work together. Supply your teammates with extra ammo. Heal and revive down players and stuff like that. That idea. Imagine having that in battle royale. Suddenly, I mean, Call of Duty is like run, 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 dead. Ah, uh, gulag back in. Ah, uh, run, run, dead. Okay, my mates can buy me back in. Whereas if that one player in your team is a medic that can bring people back, that player then has a role. He can't be on the front of the front line. I mean, you're all on the front yeah. line, but he has to stay back a little bit. Yeah, get some shots off. But he, if he's down, you know that you're not getting back into that game in that team. Or there needs to be a different mechanic for a medic to come back. So Battlefield's mechanics um, could be exceptional in Battle, uh, in Battle Royale. The, the thing I like about PUBG over Warzone and things like that is... You have more options at strategy in PUBG than you do in Warzone. Warzone is a better, more polished game. The movements are, are good. The vehicles, you can just jump in and drive. You don't have to jump into the correct seat because it's a pick-up-and-play Warzone. BR, boom, boom, boom. Whereas PUBG is it's a li little bit more simmy, but not to the point of a Tarkovsky kind of thing. Um, so Battlefield, taking the Warzone run and gun stuff, but putting a little bit more on team play could be could be really, really good. However, they had Firestorm and it was a crock of shite. So <laughs> yeah, there's that. There's that. Um uh, Eternal Lee says, um, I remember the Battlefield 4 trainer with the Bolitala song, or the fields. I mean, Battlefield trailers are class. The, um, was it Battlefield 1 with the um, the White Stripes, Seven Nation Army? The, so you get to see like the the bombers overhead, World War One kind of thingy, and then you just get like, boom, 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 boom. But it was like a really like like um, modern grungy sort of version of it. Class, class. Iceman says, PUBG 2, frying pan boogaloo. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what it is. Uh, just give them ample time. Not meddle with what works and fix what didn't work in the last uh, in the failed last battlefront uh, battlefield game. Yeah, I mean, arguably a lot of the Pacific content was really good, but they'd kind of messed it up repeatedly by that point. Um, so even like Weste, content creator, me and Bib know, really good guy, really good content creator. Um, he's a, a Warzone content creator at the moment because Battlefield just was hard for him to create content over the year. And as a content creator with a community, you want to strive, uh, type, uh, try to stay positive. But he, in trying to stay positive, just became known as a bit of a corporate shill because he was trying to keep his community positive rather than just going, this game's shit, this game's shit, this game's shit. Because if he calls it shit, you're not going to play it. Therefore, you're not going to watch his videos and you're not going to want to be part of the community. You have to, as a community leader, be positive. If you play a game and call it shit all the time, you are harming your own community as well as anything else. So anyway, the game was that bad that he had to fight it for so long. He finally got good content, but it was in the last update and there was nothing else coming. So he's had to move to um, Warzone. But yeah, if... It's, 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 done, it's done wonders for his channel. Yeah. It's gone on pounds, hasn't he? It's like, he's nearly enough doubled his subscribers and his watch time and his average views and stuff like that. So it's worked wonders for him, but we'll see how it looks like when he goes back to playing Battlefield again. Yeah, I mean, he is an EA game changer, so he will continue Battlefield. I can't see him giving up on Warzone than that. It's got to be a dual channel um, because Warzone is the one that's getting the viewers and the growth uh, and has more of an active audience than Battlefield. But Battlefield is was his passion. He used to make like detailed, uh, almost historical accounts, not just your quick churn out videos, videos that had a bit of oof to them. So he's definitely st still got a need for that. Maybe that's it. Maybe the Warzone is the daily content and the Battlefield is the weekly content with a bit of <laughs> thrown in. Um, 
Um, they'll still do it. The potential revenue is still promising, and they want to compete with COD, so they'll want to copy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd prefer no campaign in the new game unless it's uh, as class as Bad Company 2. Uh, Bubba Bank says, hi, folks. Hey, welcome in, dude. Um, David says, Afternoon, I think no. Battlefield 2 was the best because of all the mods and the map packs after they stopped the mod. Uh, uh, after they stopped the mod and are giving out private servers set up files is when they started to lose their way. Uh, Gary says, I've always preferred Battlefield over COD for playing with friends. The campaign in COD, though, is always much better for the most part. You know, I agree. I agree. Uh, Battlefield 1 was historically inaccurate as hell. Just make another World War 2 game if you want glamour. Uh, basically, all of the World War 1 battles happened in trenches and it was a war of attrition. World War 2 was the one that went mad. Uh, and then Rise! Hey! Sup, lads? Uh, give me a game around the same time frame as Battlefield 4. Uh, they'd break all their records and I can say myself that I wouldn't play any other game Oof. Oof. well this one's Battlefield 3 right. uh, uh, is the rumour anyway um, but anyway let's put a pin in that we have one final article uh, to jump into today and we are churning time so we uh, yeah, we need to we need to pick up the pace so final article of the day is this um, there we go Tom Ivan at VGC says the Switch version of Apex Legends could be releasing on February 2nd. So from one BR to another, the date reportedly mentioned on the YouTube description of a Season 8 trailer. The delayed Nintendo Switch version of Apex Legends could be set for release on February the 2nd. The release date was mentioned in the YouTube description of the game's latest trailer in countries including Poland, Denmark and Japan before being removed, according to online reports. The trailer was released on Monday alongside details of Apex Legends Season 8, which debuts on February 2nd, almost exactly two years after the free-to-play Battle Royale game launched. VGC has contacted publisher Electronic Arts for comment on this report. Announced with the Steam version of Apex Legends, which arrived alongside Season 7 in November 2020, the Switch version of the shooter was also originally scheduled for release last fall. However, EA delayed its launch to 2021 in order to do justice to the game and make it into the great experience Switch players deserve. Developer Respawn has said the Switch version of Apex Legends will support cross-platform play and offer full feature parity with other versions of the game. Season 8, title mate, do not actually, we don't need to know about Season 8, we will just know about the game. Potentially coming out February 2nd on the Switch. Can you see yourself downloading this for the Switch, people? Uh, I'll, I'll give it a go. Um, I, I wasn't really into it on console, on PC. I tried it on both, and I, again, it's just another battle royale that I can't really get into, but it's definitely good to have, I mean, the play base, I, I think, is still going quite strong with this game. Uh, I still see a lot of people streaming it and talking about it on social media, so to fa again, to have another battle royale in your hand, um, is is great, especially with especially with it going onto the Switch. I just find it baffling though that we still haven't had uh, something like Call of Duty Mobile being ported over to the Nintendo Switch or PUBG Mobile ported over to the Switch. It it, it, it baffles me a little bit that that hasn't happened because I imagine they will have quite large surges as well because people play PUBG with the controller, don't they, on the mobile, and the same with uh, Call of Duty Mobile as well. They play with the controller, so. Just make it native on the Nintendo Switch. Give it a, a much wider, wider audience. Um, I'm not saying that the mobile audience is, is, is low because it's, it's fucking massive. Um, but yeah, have, have, I, I can't believe it's not been put over. But again, this is just another battle royale that's quite large being moved over to uh, the Nintendo Switch. So again, Switch is going stronger and stronger. It's nice to have these kind of games on your Nintendo Switch. Uh, actually, let me just update the um, discussing now because it says February 2nd. I'm going to add a question mark, even though it might just make it a little bit untidy on screen because that's a rumor. Um, so Apex Legends Switch February second. I can I can I can see this potentially being a tester for EA and other games. Um, so Apex Legends is a game 
that is just BR. There's no campaign, there's no any of that stuff. So this is a game that is quite concise and moving over to the Switch. Gives EA a little bit of a taster for if Battlefield 6, we've just been speaking about, uh, does come out and they do have a BR element of it. Apex Legends, different game, different audience, but does give you a... Sorry for the noise in the background, by the way, once again. Uh, does give you a taste of what it's like having a BR on Switch. Is this something that that, that platform demands? Switch is an alternative console to your main console, and yes, there are some crossover games like Dooms and things like that, but generally the games that would be played on a Switch aren't necessarily the games that you will play on your PlayStation. Um, obviously, there are things like Fortnite, which is on everything, um, but that could be a good case in point. If if we see Apex Legends on Switch, and then we do see a Battlefield 6 Battle Royale, and that comes to a Switch, then you know that the Switch is absolutely definitely a viable option with a decent br fan install base that i think uh, it all it needs someone to jump in fortnite is a little bit different because fortnite is fortnite that's pretty much its own genre now um you get a, another game that goes and proves concept i think you would probably see the likes of i know this is ea but ea will take more notice of it um as will activision and co in terms of putting more things on there i agree though it's bizarre that we don't have more on there but i think that could be in part down to the fact that as as a, a software developer, mobile platforms slash Nintendo platforms haven't necessarily been the most secure. So PSP, PS Vita, um, and Wii U recently. Um, eh, do we waste time developing for those? However, the Switch, I think it might just be a case of a little bit of lag. Um, the Switch, they gave a bit of time and we've started to see more input and we start to see more focus on the Switch because it's selling like shit now. And the Pro versions yeah. potentially coming. I wouldn't be surprised if we do start to see a bit of a groundswell and a bit of a uh, surge, more brands jumping on that Switch, uh, Switch bandwagon there. Um... McGregor TV says Battlefield 3 Redux. Oh, sorry, it missed the subject. No, it was six. Yeah, Battlefield 6. Robo Daniel, hey, it's been downhill for Battlefield since 942. Change my mind. I think you mean Battlefield Bad Company 2, but yeah, there you go. There you go. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, 942 is not my, not my time zone. I want, I want now, this day, right now. Um, uh, cross map artillery. Ooh, I do miss it. <laughs> uh, from battle through, uh, from battlefield three onwards for me. Uh, last great one was battlefield Vietnam expansion. Uh, and Robo Daniel says PUBG Mobile doesn't support controller as far as I know. See, that's the thing. I mean, is it, it, it? I do find it bizarre that that's like a game that absolutely churns money. Um, so putting like a a port that does include controller support onto the Switch, I just think. I don't know. I would see that as an absolute money spinner, but then again, you guys have got you guys have got the accounts. So what do I know? Uh, I would love to see COD Mobile and PUBG uh, come to the Switch. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's surprising that it's not on Switch. Apex uh, should be solid on Switch. I like to see it. I, I want to see if that does does start a bit more of a uh, a churn. Where was where was that news? Which news? The um the Battlefront one or the Switch version? Because I can drop the link straight into the chat. Uh, just, just let me know which one you want. Um, did you see the? Oh, are you talking about Gary? Did you see the news about the Switch owning eighty-two percent of the console market in Japan? Insane. I didn't. I know that we we did have some stats on the Japanese market. Oh no, it was the Chinese market recently that we were looking at the growth of the Chinese market. But I haven't seen that one. I haven't. That's 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 insane. Eighty-two percent 
It's like watching that high score documentary on um, Netflix. And at one point in the late 80s, early 90s, Nintendo had a 98% market share. Yeah. What the fuck? That's incredible. Um, the Switch is my second console, says Eternally. Yeah, I probably play my Switch more than I do my PlayStation and Xbox combined. Uh, so many people I know... Um, echo that exact sentiment um and that shows you just how good it is uh, second console is i think we kind of we changed from the phrase i said we that was a collective version for me bib and the chat last year we kind of changed the phrase to be alternative console because because it, yeah it, it's for a lot of people it's not the second console and it does so much that you can use it as the first console kind of thing so yeah the alternative i wouldn't i wouldn't class it as a main console because of technical limitations and so on and it being a different game having different joy cons and the function stuff that comes with it but it's it's the alternative so you've got your console and then that's the alternative as opposed to secondary it's definitely not a secondary for a lot of people now um uh but yeah there we go anyway uh let's wrap things up so just to give you a quick reminder of the stuff that we went over, GTA 6 could feature smarter NPCs thanks to some newly uncovered patents from Rockstar. Um, newly uncovered, even though they were actually filed last October. So expect um, smarter NPCs in future um, GTA titles and other Rockstars. It's not specifically for GTA 6, but you've got to take it with a pinch. Um, Cyberpunk, another class action lawsuit. PUBG 2 uh, could be releasing... Uh, this year, apparently, on mobile, potentially consoles of PC too. If you want to find out, uh, just direct message Robert Daniel. He'll tell you everything in the chat. Don't do that, by the way. He's, mm -hmm. he's not going to tell you anything. Um, don't spam him. Uh, Battlefield 6 is a cross-gen reboot targeting 128 play uh, players, according to a leaked report. Uh, no news on Battle Royale just yet. And the Switch version of Apex is a Battle Royale that does have some news on, albeit leaked. Um, the YouTube um, descriptions of the latest trailers show that it's potentially coming February 2nd. So if you want to be able to play on the move, then Apex Legends could be the one. Yeah. There you go. Um, long old show today, but we've had a lot of people in the chat. We appreciate you all being here. Thank you very, very much. Um, whilst we have so many of you in, if you guys have any recommendations for who you'd like us to raid, then please... Please feel free to share. We will take them into consideration once we hit the, the end slate, and then we will send you over in a raid. By the way, if you do if you do collect channel points, you do get more for sticking around for raids. By the way, just to let you know. Um, but we are gonna wrap things up. Uh, I haven't agreed with someone more in my life recently than Robo Daniel. Imagine COD and PUBG Mobile on Switch. Oh my God, that would be amazing. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, rolling back Afternoon, up. Afternoon, Jenkins. Rolling back up. Uh, the uh, the 87% was last year's share, but still so impressive. Gary sharing the news uh, from gamesindustry.biz, so solid source as well. I didn't see that one. Nice, thank you for sharing. Um, Jenkins, I'm pretty sure a third camera's uh, saying Jenkins 2009's home would look sick on screen, but I get it. Uh, no experts on the show. <laughs> well, do you know what? I mean, I'm getting it set up. So we have the, the Jenkins, but I asked the contractors to put it in but they put it in in this room i mean not, not that we have tech contractors i do it all myself but but i like to believe so but they put it in this room this is supposed to be jenkins room so yeah we, we have the jenkins cam but unfortunately it's just another graham cam so my bad <laughs> my bad um anyway uh thank you very much for joining us we are going to disappear there is no extra streams from us today so so uh yeah apologies on that we will be back 10 a.m tomorrow morning though with the scoop and also don't forget 6 p.m Tomorrow evening, we will be live on Official Insert Coin. So that's twitch.tv slash Official Insert Coin. Be there 6 p.m. UK, please. 
even if it's just to say hello and then bugger off, just so that we can start off our insert coin family stream with a bit of love. It would we would appreciate having you guys there. Um, before we do that, though, Bib, is there anything you want to add? Yes, again, thank you each and every one of you that have joined us for the Scoob today. All the donations, bits, subs, and follows, we very much appreciate it. But if you do want to get involved with the show, there's two ways that you can do that. First of all, find us on social media. It's at Ice Cream Uploads across all major social media platforms. Second way, get into our Discord. Uh, there is a little area on the left-hand side that says The Scoop. All you need to do is drop in the URL, add your first impressions. We will then give you our first impressions on the very next show. What time tomorrow, Mr. Graham Day? Well, as I was just typed in the chat in response to Gary getting there first, we'll be live at 10 a.m.-ish. Ish. Ish. It's always an ish. We do have day jobs, so we go live when we can around it. That's why it's an ish, just in case you didn't know. So 10 a.m., ish is when we go live each and every single week then we will see you then quality show lads i will be tuning in daily now says callum noise noise appreciate it here. great stuff fellas see you on the next one thanks Vern. thanks madge thanks gary thanks everyone that's been in the chat as well eternally says great so chat thank you very much dude appreciate you being here uh, same to you jenkins um even though you're not streaming and we're not going to forgive you for it but yeah whatever makes your decision but don't, uh, <laughs> don't care no i'm joking thank you everyone have yourselves a fantastic day until next time in true ice creamy fashion stay frosty stay frosty